ladies and gentlemen, we are back for episode four. I like it like that. Episode four of fantasy and wine, fantasy football and wine. I'm sorry, I'm saying I'm saying the show wrong. What's going on with me? All right, you don't feel too good. That's I'm okay. I'm like not a hundred percent. My mind is all life. over the place. Everything's going crazy. But welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, episode four of fantasy football and wine. Uh, of course, we have to thank our sponsor for this show, Cheap Connoisseur, where we where we review the finer things in life that don't break the budget. Have a glass of wine with us weekly on Instagram TV. That's Cheap Connoisseur, everybody on Instagram. Please get them to follow. Um, they review all different wines from the red, sweets, white, all that stuff. Uh, of course, you have to be sure to follow us on our social media, our Instagram, Fantasy and Wine, Twitter at the same name, Fantasy and Wine, and then give us a follow on Facebook, Fantasy Football and wine today's episode of course we're going to be bringing back our don't be so thirsty segment don't be so thirsty we definitely have some players that we got to tell you about not to be thirsty about uh we're going to introduce another new segment bitter or sweet we're going to explain that later and of course we got our top 20 running back rankings okay this is the nitty-gritty that we get into yeah it Uh, it was good First, before we get into anything, we have to introduce our wine of the episode. So, yes. So today's wine choice Mm -hmm. is make sure I don't botch this. Yeah, because you know, if if I say it, it's gonna get messed up. I'm probably gonna ruin our opportunities to get sponsored by these people. So I wanna, I wanna make sure we do them justice. So you got the name? I got what's, the name. The, the name? glass that we're having today is brought to you by Brico Riella. Brico Riella. See, I can't even It that. is a Moscato. And there's a trend here. We like Moscato. Yeah. <laughs> we like sweet wine. And I can't ever say anything bad about Moscato. It's delicious. Not at all. Not ever. So let me, uh, let me grab my glass and let's toast Brico. up, man. Let's toast up. Cheers. How's it taste, motherfucker? It's good. Let me tell you guys the environment we're in right now. <laughs> we're chilling. Mm. We're drinking Brico Riella Moscato. Oh. Dave has his tissues and his NyQuil next to him. Yes, I do. We're sitting about in the couch. about to rub some Vicks on my chest. In <laughs> some Vicks Vapuru. <laughs> and we're watching Martin on television. Exactly. You can't hear it though, but... It's on and it's good. I can't. I forgot how good this show was. So, let's start, man. Uh, let, let's get into a little bit. Let's never get Tommy. Of, uh, <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> let's get into a little bit of, of preseason week two. We're not gonna go into each game because no. it's, it's preseason. Yeah, but we're, we're not gonna really go into all the games and all that. But like, we are going to just go ahead and just the notable players that returned. Yeah. We can say Tom Brady. Okay. He returned, and he does that man age? I, you know what? Every year, you know, it seems like. It seems like the end is going to come for this guy. And you would think with him being now 40 plus that he will slow down. It's prime still. But this man is not showing any sign of age getting in the way of his talent. Even his team, they they didn't have, I don't believe they had Rob Gronkowski playing. No. Um, it's, It's just incredible what he does on the field. Another notable player 
that looked great was, of course, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers played, came back. That Green Bay Packers team is going to be so good this year. Really and I good. hate to admit it, but he they're going to be so good this year. That team is stacked all around. And I'm sure once Aaron, Rod, uh, Aaron Jones comes back yeah. from his suspension, that's going to be the, the go-to running back. And they're going to have a pretty decent... A decent uh, team. You know what? This just made me think of a quick sip question. How do you feel about these rumors uh, <clears throat> with the possibility of, I was about to say Oakland, but down there, Las Vegas, mm-hmm. but the Raiders? What, what do you think about this whole uh, story that, that they're looking to trade Khalil Mack and that the Packers might be that team? Like, Yeah, so that would be is interesting. Is the Packers defense a must-get defense? I, I was... Um, I was talking to my boy Brian. Shout out to Brian again. Shout out to you, Brian. He, uh, we were talking, and I, I would hate if Khalil Mack went to the Green Bay Packers mm. because then that is a for sure Super Bowl team contender. Yeah, man. Him and Clay Matthews. They on the same have defense? a solid defensive line. Their secondary are mostly, you know, rookies and first-year players, but they're really good. Yeah. Ha Ha Clinton Dix is still there. Yeah. But then they just add Khalil Mack to that linebacker core, and it's that's a scary team. That is scary. You have them on the defense, and then you have offense with, obviously, Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Graham, who, if he stays healthy, he's going to be a top-five tight end. I think so, And too. Devontae Adams, who is already a great player, who is a must. You must grab this man in your fantasy team. That's my boy, Devontae Adams. When we do top one of your wide receivers, I'll probably rank them really yeah, high. I'm, I'm interested to see where you got him on your, um, on your list. <clears throat> but that team is stacked. And what's funny is that, so I have a bet with my boy. Okay. Um, if the Bears, so the Bears and the Packers are going to play week one, Sunday night, right? Right. If the Bears win, he's going to get me a Bears jersey. Mm-hmm. But if the Packers win, then I got to get him a, Bear, a, a Packers jersey. Oh, and we got this recorded live, so, baby. So I'm... Worried already, Ooh. and I would be even—I would be upset if Khalil Mack went to the Green Bay Packers because I would just already order that damn jersey. <laughs> <laughs> and but also, even though Green Bay Packers is a front runner for him, yeah, the Bears are also there. They were saying that the Bears. Their chances are pretty high, too, to grab this guy. Really? Yeah, and it's pretty interesting what they were saying, only because, obviously, the Packers have a uh, higher upside when it comes to trading, so they can go ahead and get rid of their first-round picks. Yeah, I'm about to say, they have a lot of... They have yes, a lot they of, have a lot of that, uh, in, in draft picks, Yeah. but they were saying that the Bears can also see if they can find a deal to get them. Hmm. And imagine if you went to the Bears, man. That would be interesting. Ooh, I already feel like the Bears are going to be a top-five defense. Hmm. I already feel that way. And imagine if Khalil Mack was there... That would definitely that would definitely solidify that. You know, they got a they got a young they got a young core, um, especially with the draft picks that they had right. recently. So to have him along with the young talent that we have. That's it's just lights out. Yeah. And I'd get my jersey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get that get that uh get that finger ready to click submit order. <laughs> Free shipping. But uh in my my takeaway over the week two preseason, number one. Uh, this is why I said this before. Don't don't take preseason matchups and stats so literal, because you can have somebody perform well week one, 
And then week two, they'll like come back down to earth. Right. So, Tyrod Taylor, now that we learned his name. Tyrod, yeah. Uh, Tyrod. You know, he was perfect week one, but in week two, he wasn't. Uh, matter of fact, both him and May- and Baker Mayfield, you know, they, they both had decent little, yeah. performances. They were, they were more so focusing on the run. So, I was a little bit more impressed with uh, the likes of Carlos Hyde. Nick Chubb. Um, and Nick Chubb. Mm-hmm. You know, just because they, they really focused on getting the ground game going. that Something that they didn't do against the Giants in their first week. And just like you were saying, like week one, they would do good. And maybe week two, they wouldn't. Like Andrew Luck last mm-hmm. night against the Ravens. Yeah. He didn't look very comfortable in the pocket sometimes. No. Um, what's really interesting is they were saying how <clears throat> Andrew Luck was working on his release. Instead of holding the ball too long, Right. he was releasing it quicker. And literally after they said that, like, the next play, he held it too long and he got sacked by Terrell Suggs. <laughs> Back to the old ways. Yeah, yeah, so it was really funny about that. But it's just, it's one of those things where preseason is the time for the players to learn yeah. and to just get them back out there. Yeah. That's why a lot of the coaches put out their starters, but they only put them out for a handful of plays because they just want to get that game feel environment Yeah. to prepare them. And I'm sure it's, like... The next pre-season, next week in preseason, we're going to get a little bit more mm-hmm. of a lot of different players. Maybe more of Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady played the first, first half. He threw 26 times. 26 times for two touchdowns and 170-something yards. Uh, to me, That's, that was a little bit too long. I didn't and it understand was against that. The defending world Super Bowl champion, Philadelphia Eagles. But they didn't have their starters because it's preseason. It's just preseason, guys. Don't read too much into it. Right. Don't read too much into it. But... <laughs> what I can read and probably not read too much into but just to feel good about seeing him uh, David Johnson of the Arizona Cardinals to see him I like DJ you know get his what six carries for 22 yards and a touchdown but you saw that video which one the video where he went and scored that touchdown yeah. he carried like three three defensive players with him dude he's a beast he is my That's- like if you can if you're really in the draft this year for fantasy and you get him as like your fourth pick or for one mock draft, I actually seen him go fifth, which is kind of crazy. That's crazy. If you can get him in that area. That's a steal. You are getting the bounce back candidate of the year. You're getting a guy who probably won't do it, but he will definitely threaten to go a thousand and thousand. Yeah. For receiving and, that would and be rushing crazy. yards. That would be crazy. I think you're getting the number one scoring running back this year. And let's not forget that David Johnson. He got injured, but it wasn't a lower body injury. It was a wrist. It was a wrist. It was a wrist. Which means that that man is going to come back and play the same Fresh way he did. Legs. Obviously, there are some questions when it comes to the offensive line. Terrible. There are some questions when it comes to the play calling because there is a different coach. That's true. But I'm sure there's no question of the kind of player that he will be. Yeah, and the usage exactly. that you'll get out yeah. of Yeah. So I like... We're gonna we're we're going smoothly into the top into yeah. the running back uh, list. Yes, and bef- but before we get into our top twenty running back list, we actually have to give a couple shout outs. First of all, shout outs. Uh, shout out to your buddies. Um, oh yeah, shout out to my buddy Reg. Shout out to him um, and his boy uh, Jerry. They're doing uh, their own podcast yes. called Two Guys and Beer. Two guys in beer. I think you guys need to to definitely show them love and support. Show them. They're, it's pretty cool. I was listening to them on my way from home. Yeah. Uh, from work. And uh, it, it was funny. They, they're they hilarious. They curse a lot. <laughs> See, in our network, 
our 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 higher ups don't allow us to curse. Right. That's why they bleep us out. Sometimes we say fuck it though, but that probably just got bleeped out right. Yeah, there. it's the higher ups. We can't do nothing about it. We're getting paid, so we gotta. Are we getting paid, Dave? Um. <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, we're, we're yeah, working on it though. We're definitely, on. Uh, uh, look out for them on SoundCloud, Two Guys and Beer. Yes. I'll definitely share some of their links on our, our Twitter handle. Yes, please check them out. Please show love and support. Also, support uh, my guys at Full Cup Press. If you are basketball fans and you love to hear, you know, guys talk crap about the NBA, give their opinions, and also give the latest news, uh, shout out to my brothers at Full Cup Press. Uh, hosted by Tim Strong occasionally uh, Bond Father Verge Chris and my brother DJ Stutter uh, with the stats check them out dashradio.com uh, iTunes all of that good stuff and last but not least we have to give a special shout out uh, to a follow follower of ours on Twitter who uh, me and Angela talked about a couple days ago. We didn't even realize he followed us. But now he may or may not accidentally followed us, but he hasn't unfollowed us yet. Right. So that means that he he's definitely you know he's he likes our content. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. We're we're yeah, doing right. a good job. Yeah. We're probably him doing something good. <laughs> so I definitely to... shout out to the NFL Hall yes. of Famer, Mister Willie Rofe. Willie Rofe. That's right. Offensive lineman. Uh, former offensive lineman for the uh, Saints and the Kansas City Chiefs. Was in the NFL for 13 seasons. 13 seasons and went to the NFL Pro Bowl 11 times. 11 times. So we don't just have, you know, players who, like, played in the league for one year and then <laughs> left. We actually have an NFL Hall of Famer. NFL legend. Thank you so very much. Following us. And giving us maybe, ho- hopefully, you are listening to her. We're going to definitely hit you up. We're going to yeah. slide in your DMs. <laughs> we are definitely going to be like those uh, SoundCloud rappers who just DM you and tell you, you know, to listen to our mixtape. But Thank you so much. For us, we're going to, you know, have you try to listen to our show. Uh, so if you hear this, we definitely thank you and appreciate you for giving us a follow. And uh, it means a lot to us and our growth um, for this for this podcast. So now that we got our shouts out the way, it's time, ladies and gentlemen, for what you really want to hear. And that's our top. Wait. Oh. We got to do our bitter or sweet. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, right. you're jumping too ahead. Right. Jump- oh, no, 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 no. no we're not? Still, we still do that. We're doing that within this. Oh, we are? Yeah, we're doing that within oh, this. Oh, I guess I'm jumping. Yeah. I don't even know what's going to work. Look so, at this guy. Hey, look, look. We got it. We got it together. I think I'm sick. <laughs> I hope you're not catching what I... I'm, I'm contagious over here, man. Really? No, I don't think so. I just wanted to scare <laughs> don't you. Don't play like that. I just wanted to scare you. Uh, yeah, we're hopping into our top 20 running back rankings list right now uh and this by the way just for you all listening is for ppr scoring yes so yes if you're like a standard scoring player and you hear these names roll off and you're wondering like why is he ranked here and there right it's not for standard it's It's ppr scoring now so it's gonna be different most of us most of these players can be for standard but the way dave and i are usually in the leagues that we're in it's ppr right and i feel like a i feel like everyone should already just be doing ppr to be honest with you yeah it's the new wave come on and this list here let me tell you listeners this list it is my list it's not the list that i just went ahead and i and i copied and pasted from 
from Bleacher Report or the Fantasy Football Pros. Mm -hmm. This is my list. You're definitely going to hear the difference. This is my list where I believe these players should be drafted, where I would draft these players. Mm -hmm. And Dave and I were discussing it earlier, and he was like, what? 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 So I'm excited. I'm going to tell you, if you do not like the list at all, please feel free to leave a comment mm -hmm. give us a shout out tell us what you don't like tell us tell me how idiotic my list is but i'm please gonna tell, tell you me. please i'm gonna me. tell you why my list makes sense and i'm gonna make you a believer and this is the list that's gonna help you win your championship because this is my secrets so let's start let's start off with the top 10 shall we I'm yeah gonna give we'll do top 10 and then we'll move from 10 <laughs> The rest, yes. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the rankings of the top ten from you know uh the sleeper buy app because I'm going to give that list and you're gonna give the list that you have. That I okay? have. So in the top ten according to Sleeper Bot, uh Ty Gurley is number one, Le'Veon Bell is number two, David Johnson is three, Zeke is four, and then you have Saquon Barkley. Oh no, I'm sorry, you have Alvin Kamara at five. Saquon Barkley is six. Melvin Gordon, seven. Leonard Fournette is eight. Kareem Hunt is nine. And in the round, the top 10 list off, Dalvin Cook at number 10. See, I don't get that. I don't know how he's the top 10. But that is what the fantasy experts want to tell you. Right. What the rankings are. Right. That is them telling you who you should draft. Here's what I'm telling you who you should draft. Oh, boy. Now... They rank Todd Gurley number one. And I, I get it. It makes sense. Todd Gurley was a phenomenal last year. Yes, he was. Just phenomenal. This man helped every single person who was on their fantasy uh, team win their league. I'm sure of it. Yes, because he, was, he beat me. He, he's just he was phenomenal. And I understand why he's number one. In my list here, PPR top 20, I'm ranking Le'Veon Bell number one. Why am I ranking Le'Veon Bell number one? Mm -hmm. Because he's consistent. That's He's a true. consistent back who is always giving you high numbers. He is always on the field, and when he needs to be off the field, he's off the field for a series or two. Mm -hmm. But this man is consistent. Yes, he has some off-field issues when it comes to him getting a new contract. Right. He wants to get paid the big bucks. I get it. Why he wants to get paid big bucks? Because he deserves yeah, it. Yeah, he earned he it. He earned it, exactly. And I'm sure that this year is going to be no different. He's going to show him that he still deserves to be paid pretty much the highest player overall. Yeah. He's my number one. Uh, you know what? I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. I feel like I feel like Todd Gurley and Le'Veon Bells, they're they're a coin flip. Yeah. I mean, if you got the number one or two spot, I feel like that's the safest spot and even, to pick in and, the draft. and it's funny because Le'Veon Bell is in the Pittsburgh Steelers where they already have Antonio Brown. True. And Antonio Brown himself can be a top five pick. Yeah. So it's it's one of those things like those the best players in one team and you can't go wrong with either one of them really. You really can't. But that's Le'Veon Bell number one. Number two, what a number two was over here? Le'Veon Bell, right? So yeah, Bell was number two on this list. So on my list number two, you're probably gonna think I'm crazy. I'm going Zeke. <sighs> I'm going Zeke. I've said it before. I've said it a few times in this podcast. I'm a mm. huge believer in Zeke Elliott. Mm. I'm a huge believer that he's gonna be a producer. I'm a huge believer that this man is going to get fed every single ball, every single time. 
Mm. Dak needs him. Let me let me tell you this. Last year he only played what ten games, right? Because yeah. he got suspended. In those ten games, he literally rushed for under a thousand yards. I believe it was like nine hundred and thirty-eight yards, something like that. Yeah, it was close. Seven rushing touchdowns. That's good. That that's just crazy for ten games only. Mm. Ten games only, and he had issues dealing off the field. Is he going to get suspended? They pushed it back. Is he going to get suspended? They kept pushing it back. Right. Then he finally got suspended. And look, in those 10 games, he had close to 1,000 rushing yards. Now, this is what I know. I just said this is a PPR yeah. list. But even he was saying it. And a lot in Twitter, um, they were reporting it that he's going to get a lot of a pass um, ca- catching downs. He's going to get a lot of passing downs. Yeah. So he's, he wants to be that pass catching running back as well. Hmm. And he can be that. Over Johnson and Gurley, though. That's I can see... I mean, even if you want to argue Gurley, but, I'll give that a maybe. But over David Johnson, who's coming back... Yes, but see, the reason why I'm ranking Zeke number two is because of that offensive line that he has. Mm. That offensive line is good. And it's it's really good. Okay. And they're going to they're gonna feed him the ball, and they're going to run, and he's going to get those... He's going to get those holes. He's going to break out those runs. Now, in my number three spot, mm-hmm. I got David Johnson. That's who I'm... I go, right after Zeke, I'm going David Johnson. Wow. And that goes off to what I said earlier. He didn't have a lower body injury. His wrist... It was a wrist... It was an injury in his wrist. Right. He's going to come back. And the only reason why I'm ranking him a little bit lower is because of... Not entirely sure what the coaching staff is going to look like. And I'm not entirely sure what that offensive line is going to look like. And obviously, is it Josh Rosen or is it going to be Sam Bradford who's going to start? I think it's going to be Bradford. Bradford's going to start, right? I'm yeah. sure of it too. But overall, is he is he going to be able to consistently, you know, be able to move the chains for David Johnson to keep, you know, getting his rushing attempts? I'm sure he's going to have a lot of passing attempts. That's for sure. Hmm. That That's why in my right here, it's the only reason why I rank him low. If I knew that maybe Bruce Arians was going to be there and that their quarterback was pretty good... Then I would have David Johnson probably number one. Okay. You say he's three, right? On, he's on number that. three. Yeah. So your list and this list is is the same. It's the same. And, and we're ranked David Johnson, but they rank number <laughs> one Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley's ranked number four in mine. Mm. Mm. I know. That's crazy. I bet you're listening. The number to, one scoring running back I, is ranked fourth on your list. I bet you're listening to me right now and saying you're crazy. Yes, I am. We're all a little crazy. <laughs> but no. The reason why I'm ranking Todd Gurley number four is a few simple things. One is, will he be able to do the exact same thing he did last year? If we look back at what he did the year before, mm-hmm. he didn't do very well. I think he was ranked like top 15th in the, in, uh, as a running back in PPR. Right. And then he went number one. And of course, you know, you can do the argument that he had a different coach who didn't know how to utilize him very well, right. which is true. This year, I feel like he may... I'm not saying that he's going to fall drastically. I'm just saying that it might be a decrease in there. Okay. Um, And not only that, I don't know if you knew this, Dave, but the Rams, or Todd Gurley, has the hardest schedule of any running back. Mm. Okay, and uh, uh, what's some of the defenses he has to face this year? Not only does he have to face... Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Well, they got to face the Eagles. Got to face the Saints. You got to face uh, who else in this division? Um, of course, the Cardinals and, and uh, the Niners. The Niners, right. 
Um, but the te um, not the Texans, they're facing them this year. Uh, I am actually looking at the. Oh, they're facing the Chargers. They're facing the Vikings. They're facing the Broncos. They're facing the Packers. They're facing the Saints. They're facing the Chiefs. Okay. That's not an easy... That is not easy defenses to play against. Those are some good defenses. I can give you that. I had to look it up. Now, now <laughs> some of that because of the fact that the Rams last year was basically the highest scoring offense. And you feel like they're not, as a unit, going to match some of those numbers that they've been able to put up? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it's just going to be a little bit of a decrease. And I would rather have um, I would rather have a have a, a, a back like David Johnson or Zeke Elliott Yeah. where I'm not going to go in week in and week out saying, although I have Todd Gurley, man, what if he doesn't do well against this defense? Mm. At least I can go ahead and say David Johnson, you know, he'll be able to go in there and just depending on the defenses that he faces. But I'll, I'll go in there with the mindset of like, I know that a lot of the defenses are not going to just focus on one person. Okay, man, that's that's a that's a tough spot for me. You know, controversial. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what the listeners think about that one. So you got uh, going on number five. I got the rookie, rookie from the New York Giants, Barkley, Quan Barkley. Yep, and it's not because he has like ridiculous thighs. Oh, of course not. No, no, that's because this dude is a freak. He's a talent, and that's why I'm going him at number five. I'm going from based off his talent. Okay. They're gonna wanna. Their op, their offense. There's weapons all around him. Yeah, him. But I, I know. OBJ. Yeah, there's so many Ingram, weapons all around him. Shepard. But I know for a fact because there's so many weapons all around him. A lot of the defenses are not gonna go and pressure up the box. They're True. gonna need to go out and play some defense on these wide receivers. True. Not only Odell Beckham, but also Sterling Shepard. Yeah. They gotta be on them, and I'm sure that is gonna make sure they're gonna. They're gonna call some different plays. I mean, they still got Eli back there. Eli knows what he's doing. Of course, yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be based on that. And I love Saquon at number five. A lot of people are saying he's ranked too high. He only had one good play, but that one good play can mean that he can have one great play every single game. That's true. And he could just that's it's one of the it's number five right here. Um, and a lot of actually a lot of. A lot of people are going him high. They're they're definitely drafting him high. Yeah, I've seen I'm seeing him go fifth off the board, six. He, he's definitely not uh, gonna be available in the back half of your first round. Right. And, so and number six, Alvin Kamara. I I guess I'm just one of those people that just cannot. And PPR, I can see him being high, but. To be, you know, fifth on this list and then sixth on yours, I just feel like that's a little bit too high for me. You think so? No, that's, see, that's the thing, though. That's based off his talent. Um, what he did last year was no fluke. He's going to come back and he's going to do the same thing, especially now that Mark Ingram is going to be suspended the first four games. Yeah. He's going to do a lot of big things. If it wasn't for last year that Adrian Peterson was on the team, I'm sure that it was it would have been Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara, and they would have both already would have killed it from the beginning. Yeah. Which they did after a while. Um, I'm definitely like uh, him at number six. You're gonna get yourself a really good running back. Right. In the in the top <clears throat> half of the draft, um, and you have to draft running backs early because these guys will go quick. Yeah. 
real quick. After Alvin Kamara, is it Kamara or Kamara? I want to say it's Kamara, but I've heard people say Kamara. We've got to like, we have to get these people to really just confirm how you pronounce Either that their or name. I got to get my shit together. <laughs> uh, number seven, I got Leonard Fournette. Mm, over Melvin Gordon. Yeah, I got Leonard Fournette, and I'm super, super excited for Leonard Fournette. Second year in the league. Last year, of course, he had some injuries, some ankle injuries. Yeah. This, but he was still getting fed the ball. This man was still getting fed the ball. He was making the, he was making the best of it. This year is going to be no different. This year, Leonard Fournette, if it wasn't for all these, all of this talent ahead of him, he would have been in top five. You think so? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, Leonard Fournette, because if you look at it, the Jags did a lot of running last season. That is true. And they're going to do the same thing this season, especially with the defense that they have. Yeah. So they're going to be able to control the tempo of the game. Yeah, the game script is going to yeah, be very Yeah, so it's going to be uh, very favorable to the Jaguars, and they're going to feed him the ball. And then probably, I'm sure he's, uh, it's a lot of the goal line, a lot of the goal line work didn't work last year. Right. But I'm sure this year they're going to find ways that wherever they're in the red zone, Leonard Fournette, him, yeah, Leonard Fournette's going to get that ball. Okay. I can respect that, right? Now, this is going to be funny. Number eight. Number eight, I'm super high on this guy. This guy is going to be legit. You heard me here right now. The disrespect you're about to hear. Number eight, I have Joe Mixon. What the? Joe Mixon. He, I'm not saying he's, I'm not saying to draft, like, this guy, Joe Mixon, let me tell you, I'm not saying to pick him number one, obviously, but I'm saying if he's there at the beginning of the second round or late, I mean, the beginning of the second round. That's not a bad pick. Mm. I know you're not going to go and grab him. I know that for a fact you're not. But if you do, I feel like he's one of those players that you're not going to be like, man, I shouldn't have never gotten That's just Mm. what I look at it. Right now, Joe Mixon is averaging about the fourth round, which is actually really good for a running back of his caliber to go on the fourth round. All I'm saying is he's high on my list. And if... I don't know, for any reason, maybe you got a computer glitch or something, and you got him in, at the late first round, <laughs> don't get upset. Joe, Joe Mixon is, is raw. He is really good, and he's he's just getting better. Mm. He's going to be the cowbell of that Bengals offense. You have high hopes, my brother. I do. I have. I am. You have. Don't be very, so thirsty, right? <laughs> very, very high hopes. And uh, that, that definitely leads me to my don't be so thirsty moment, because I feel like... <laughs> I feel like my brother over here is very thirsty. Matter of fact, he took a sip I did. of Quick his sip. wine after that. Because I think that's that that's just Man, to rank him number eight. That's right. And he did That's right. Oh Joe. I, it's it's so much I wanna say about that ranking. Yeah, I don't even know where to begin. I just feel like number one, just the Bengals as a team. To me, they're not going to do well this year at all. But everybody keeps saying that. Everyone keeps saying that they're not going to do well. But not. they have weapons. Andy Dalton, he may not be so good. But when he is, this man is fire. A.J. Green will never let you down. You know damn well if A.J. Green was there, you'll get him. You'll instantly get him. That's because A.J. Green is always going to be good. I probably would, but that depends on the value. But like, Joe of, of where he Mixon is, is going to be one of those players that you're going to see Mid-season, and you're going to be like, I wish I had Joe Mixon. I don't want to face him. Mm. See, watch. I, I'm, watch I'm and gonna, see. 
I'm on the other end on that, man. I'm on the other end on that. Who do they have ranked number eight? They have on, on this list, they have Fournette at eight. Leonard Fournette, right? Or you yeah. could have said Gordon. You have him ranked higher than Gordon. I don't... I don't. Well, that gives... Follow-up number nine, Melvin Gordon. Mm. Melvin Gordon. The reason why I have him number nine, this is a PPR. Remember, this is a PPR list. I mean, that's, that's, that's true. Melvin Gordon is a great running back, but he has Austin... Uh, Eckler right behind him who is a pass catching back and plus the uh, the San Diego Chargers have so many weapons if they stay healthy and they just lost Hunter Henry true um, so they have Keenan Allen and my go to guy Mike Williams he's going to be a beast watch but Melvin Gordon is still going to be a player that you would want to get late first round early second I would the way the way I, the way I'm doing in my mocks is if I'm if I'm in the late rounds picking, yeah. If I'm like 10 through 12 or whatever, I'll go and get a really good uh, wide receiver, and then I'll t- I'll jump in, and if Melvin Gordon's still there, I'll get Melvin Gordon. Okay, I see, I see that. Number 10 is gonna be funny. I don't know if you remember, but remember when we did a um, quick sip? Was it quick sip question? Yeah. Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey, McCaffrey or, or, McKinnon? or McKinnon? Yeah. yeah. Well, I said McKinnon, right? Yes. Yeah, I did. I said McKinnon. But this was before I I knew he got injured. This was way before that. Right. He got injured. I think I believe it was like a calf's train or something. Yeah. I still don't. Every time I hear something that a running back gets a calf strain, a hamstring in- issue, an ankle issue or anything like that, I'm already eerie about that. Number 10, I got Christian McCaffrey. So you switched up. I love Number it. 10, I got Christian McCaffrey. And it's not because, or, or kind of is, when against what he did against the Dolphins, I believe. Yeah. And he just broke out that run and scored for that touchdown. Ooh, boy. 71 yards. 71-yard touchdown. Ooh, boy. Right then and there, I was like, oh, man. This guy came to play. This guy's ready for his sophomore year. Mm. And Cam Newton has Greg Olson. He has DJ Moore. No, and he has Christian McCaffrey. Okay. And that's what he's gonna look like. PPR, he's gonna get a he's gonna be a great bet to get. Yeah. Definitely great bet to get in PPR leagues. Christian McCaffrey. I'm high on him now. He's I, one of those guys he that jumped uh, up on me. That people say, you know, he could possibly be ranked too high. Um but he's also that talent and that type of back that would not surprise me if he finished the season top ten. Yeah, it wouldn't so, surprise me either. You know, to see you to see you rank him ten uh, on this list, they got him ranked number eleven. So it's not. It's right there. Yeah. It's not. It's not a bad. The consensus and I are agreeing. Yeah. On where Christian McCaffrey can be valued at. It's a it's a fair spot for me. Yeah, it's and, a fair spot. And I mean, if Melvin Gordon is there, you're gonna get Joe McKinnon. Uh, J- uh, uh, Jerry McKinnon will be there, and also Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, he'll be there. They'll be there in the second round. These running backs go off the board <coughs> real quick. Very fast. Real, real quick. And if you're a PPR, these are the kind of backs that you want. Christian McCaffrey, RB2. Joe makes an RB2. All the watch. Mid-season, he's going to be RB1. So, <laughs> to get to our 11 through 20, uh, according to Sleeperbot, uh, McCaffrey is number 11. Devontae Freeman is number 12. Joe Mixon is 13. Yeah, am I right? <laughs> Uh, Jordan Howard is 14. McKinnon is 15. LaShawn McCoy is 16. Alex Collins, 17. Derrick Henry is 18. 
Royce Freeman is 19, and to round out the list, Jay Ajayi is number 20. So what is your 11 through 20? See, I like Jay Ajayi, but as a fellow Eagles fanatic, I believe that their running back position is really hard to it's really hard to get behind when it comes to fantasy. Like I would love Jay Ajayi on my team, but it depends yeah. on where the game is at. Yeah. He might not be on there and they might put a lot of Corey Clement out yeah, there. Yeah, he might. He, he might, might be a lot of Wendell Smallwood, you know, might. so it's gonna be really hard. Touchdown vulture. Yeah, so it's just really difficult to really rank Jay Ajayi in the top twenty. He's not in my top twenty. Mm. Um for at number eleven. A lot of these uh, fantasy experts are ranking Kareem Hunt top 10. Yeah. I He's literally outside of my top 10 at number 11, Kareem now, Hunt. Now, I would agree on that. Uh, Kareem Hunt. I would Hunt, definitely agree on that. We've said this before. It's one of those things where he did really well last year. Um, but now, this year with the return of Spencer Ware and then Charlie Char- Char- Kendrick West, mm-hmm. he's still there. So it's one of those things where, like, where is this play call going to go? Is Patrick Mahomes going to be, you know, are they going to get a lot of uh, a, a lot of that, a lot of football out of his hands and put it into Kareem Hunt? Right. We don't know. Right. That's why I rank him at number 11. That's fair. Last season, he okay. was ranked. He was top four in, in uh, PPR. Yep. This season, not so much. I'm thinking he's going to just fall off. A lot of times on my mock, I see that he's right there available for me, but honestly, I just pass. Yeah. He's definitely, he's definitely a back run. that I think I would pass on this year. Um, if he was there for me, I agree. I think I would more so go towards a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would much rather have like kind of a, you know, I don't know if he'll be there, but like a Julio Jones. If he's there. No, somebody. normally, yeah. Normally people are drafting Kareem Hunt at the late first round. Yeah. And that's where Julio Jones, OBJ, are right there. So yeah, you can I'd, rather, get, I'd rather have a wide receiver at that spot and kind of have a different running back. And then, and then after that, I get Leonard Fournette, get right. Melvin Gordon, right. things like that. Yeah, um, definitely. I, I would hope that he does well, but I just don't see it. I just don't, I don't trust see him. it. I don't yeah. trust him where coming back. I don't see it. I don't. I don't know about the the offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Andy Reid might do something different. I just don't know. This is too question many. Marks. Too many question marks. Yeah. At number twelve. I got my man Jordan Howard. You got him a little bit higher. I got him a little bit higher. I said this last last week. Jordan Howard, um, he's a consistent back. He's always on the field. He's always playing. Um, he uh, this new offense is gonna just gonna surprise a lot of people. Yeah. I said this before, and he's working on being a pass catching back. Tariq Cohen is gonna be right there with him, but Tariq Cohen is gonna be all over the field. Right. That backfield belongs to Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard, number twelve. I feel super confident ranking him that in that uh, that position. Okay. I um, mean, you should be confident drafting him. Number thirteen, Freeman, Devonta Freeman. I feel like he's going to be the safest running back. The safest running back. I can see that. It's still one of those those high uh, scoring offenses. I yeah. see. You know, they're still going to be a really good offense. Uh, I don't think Matt Ryan lost a step. A lot of, I mean, I'm not gonna be like Jalen Ramsey and say that Matt Ryan's overrated or anything like that. Yeah, but, he's bold. But uh, I, I think that in this sense, I like Devonta Freeman. He's in a good spot. He's a, he's definitely a, most hit, sometimes miss. Yeah. But you know he'll get some touches. He'll yeah. get some touchdowns. He'll break a touchdown run. He'll get a screenplay. He'll break it out. Mm-hmm. He has potential. Tevin Coleman's right there. Tevin Coleman is being drafted not too far. Ahead, like fifth round, 
which is a good bet. Yeah. So if you draft Devontae Freeman in the second and then and then you go right whatever you go in those middle rounds, you can get Tevin Coleman in like the fifth or sixth round and yeah. you'll still be very happy with that. Yeah, for sure. Number fourteen. What what they rank number fourteen there? Then they had Jordan Howard fourteen. Yeah, Jordan list. Howard fourteen. Yep. In my list, I'm jumping on the bandwagon here. Uh oh. I'm jumping on the bandwagon. Earlier in the season or in a few week a few weeks ago I was all about Darius Geis. Darius guys disc, Darius guys bandwagon, he's gonna be the she. And then All we jinxed that. him. And then I jinxed him, because I said Darius juice. This number 14, I'm going the back the man in the backfield for the Denver Broncos, Royce Freeman. Whoa. Royce Freeman. Oh damn, Martin got the tens. Uh Royce <laughs> Freeman is that back that is going to be is going to is just explode. Man. I love Royce Freeman. I'm looking at all the highlights that he's done, and he is a good back. Devin Booker has had a ton, a ton of attempts to be the lead back, and he's True. failed to come through, and he's failed to actually come and um, and position himself at the lead back. Royce Freeman is the back you want to get off of there, and I'm ranking him really high. You know, if you yeah, see the game are. against the Bears, he did really well. Yeah. Um... Definitely a back that I'm not afraid to grab early in the fourth round. He's right there for you. And every mock that I'm having, most of every single mock, I'm always getting Royce Freeman. He's the guy that, to me, I fear not for, like, lack of talent or ability to, you know, be a good running back. I, I'm just fearing more so game script for Denver. For Denver, yeah. I'm, I don't know if Case Keenum is that guy. For Denver, I, I think I think he was a product of you know what he was able to do in Minnesota with the talent that he had around him on that offense. Yeah. Not as much talent on this Denver team. I mean, yes, you have Emmanuel Sanders and you have Demarius Thomas, but um, that offense as a whole, and then that that team as a whole, it's just not as strong as what Minnesota was for him. So I don't know if game script will be too much of a positive for Freeman. Um, so that's why I wouldn't rank him that high. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind having him, but he, he'll he be a guy for me that I would have to draft after already drafting like two running backs. Right, already. okay. So, so you, you, don't, you don't feel too comfortable as you're like RB2? No, I don't. Okay, I so don't. see, that's the thing with me. I feel comfortable putting him as my RB2. Only reason because even though Case Keenum, uh, he, he, he was pretty good last year with the Vikings, and he doesn't have the wide receivers like he did then. But I still feel like Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders, mm-hmm. they can still go. And I feel like Case Keenum, he's not a bad player. No, he's and not. He, and, he, and he's on, if he is legit um, as he was last year, and if he gets these wide receivers going, especially, yeah. Cor- uh, I believe, Cor- uh, Cortland Sutton. Yeah. They can go ahead and break the defenses apart. And make sure the defenses have, you know, they have to adjust in the game plan throughout the game. And then, boom, Royce Freeman is right there. Hmm. And that's why Royce Freeman is going to be a potential huge sleeper. I hope. I hope he does play, you know, to that top 14 potential. Because if you can get him later get him. as, like, a third running back. Yeah, I'll get him. Get him. Don't be really afraid solid. to get him. You're solid with your statement. Um, at number 15, I got Jarek McKinnon. Okay. They got him 15 on this list. So you guys it's, are the same. It's one of those things with Jeremy McKinnon. Like, I <clears throat> I definitely still feel like he has potential, but now it's just the, the injuries are scaring me. 
Yeah. You know, it's just so hard. I mean, it could be just a capturing, whatever it is, but it can lead to something worse. Yeah. Don't get, if, if you get Jerry McKinnon, I'm sure, don't be, you know, don't be, um, I'm trying. What I'm trying to say is, having with starting with confidence. Right. Don't be afraid. Yeah. Starting with confidence. PPR league. He's a pass catching back. Jimmy Garoppolo is gonna go ahead and he's gonna make plays. And who's gonna make those plays for him? Jarek McKinnon. So definitely, just he only dropped because of that injury. Okay. And he has he has not gonna play the preseason. He's gonna start for week one. Right. So it's just gonna want to be those things. If he can consistently kept playing for preseason. Some drives and stuff. Yeah, I would. I would be uh, more of a uh, of. Uh, he would be high. He'd be ranked higher. Oh, okay. For me, so just that lingering injury just dropped him on my list. Okay, which is fair. I can give you that. So he got a sixteen. Dalvin Cook. Man, you got him really, really low. low. Yeah. yeah, I. Dalvin Cook is one of those backs where I. Last year he was good, but he was good for four games, and then oh, yeah, he until he got ACL, hurt. which sucks, right? Yeah. But you know who stepped up? Latavius Murray, and I feel like a lot of people are sleeping on Latavius Murray just because they got Dalvin Cook. Mm. But I feel like Murray's gonna—he's a good bat. So you think he's gonna take away from? He's definitely gonna take away from Dalvin Cook. Mm. Absolutely, I feel that that's gonna happen. It's gonna be a lot of split carries. You, you know, if Dalvin Cook doesn't look, something's going on in his knee or something, Murray's going to be the guy on the field most of the time. And where's Murray? He's going to be sitting on that waiver wire. Okay. I see. I I, I disagree because I don't, I don't think Murray's going to cut into to his workload. I think Minnesota's going to bring him back right into the road that they had him before mm-hmm. he got hurt. He's going to get the carries. <coughs> Excuse me. He's going to get the carries. Mix that Vicks. He's going to get to, uh, yeah, I got to rub the Vicks in, man. Uh, he's going to get the carries. He's going to get the receptions in the backfield. I think he'll be, you know, taken off from where he left off. Yeah. So I, I, I personally think he's okay. going to be fine. No, it's, I mean, I can see that happening. But in the instance where I feel in, in, the, in the Minnesota Vikings with his injury, I mean, hell, he might come back like Adrian Peterson and just kill. Yeah. I mean, he might, but. I like who the Vikings have at running backs. Dalvin Cook, Latavius Murray. I forgot the other guy. I always forget his name, but he's not that bad. But Murray. Um, uh, well, who's that? Maybe Matt Asiata? Yeah. I think so. But Murray is just, he he was a, he was a lead back for Oakland not yeah, too long ago. And then last year, he did really well. After Dalvin Cook went down, he did really well. Yeah, he was so, not too bad. I'm just that's that's why I'm I'm staying away from Dalvin Cook. I don't like Dalvin Cook this year. Mm. That's why I'm ranking really low. And right after Dalvin Cook, I'm ranking Shady Shady McCoy. Okay. Now you got one spot lower than than this list. It's really hard. We have no idea what is going to happen with him. Still no update about no the situation. No updates on the investigation. We don't know what's going on. As he said, she said, it's I don't know. But if don't get me wrong. If LaShawn McCoy was in the third round, yeah, I'll grab him. Absolutely. That's a steal. That's not going to hurt me. LaShawn McCoy, and if he ends up playing, he'll, he he is going to have the production. He's going to constantly get the ball. I know we said it before, Buffalo Bills, meh. But yeah, last, year they, were, last year they were the same. Meh. And he still had more than 20-plus uh, uh, rushes attempts. 
Yes. He was still getting the ball. They were still feeding him the ball. And if but this... the yardage per attempt is what scares me enough to say, no, nah, I don't want him. <laughs> like, but see, at the value of where you're getting him, that is not bad, is what I'm saying. It's not bad. You got to remember, LaShawn McCoy, he's always going to be, he, he was a consistent back. He's always going <clears> to <throat> be rushing, getting some rushing yards, some touchdowns, getting yeah. those fantasy points. Yeah, shady is shady also, no matter what. He's also older, too. He is older. He has some lingering He is injuries. a 30-year-old running back. And now. he does get people to beat up his wife. But that's not the point. Whoa. No, that's allegations. Allegations. <laughs> just allegations. We don't know Whoa. that for sure. Uh, I hope he didn't do it. But that's fucked up. We did. do not condone domestic violence. Uh, that's the second time you said that. <laughs> uh, that is where I'm at. At 17 with McCoy. At number 18... I'm going Mark Ingram. Mm, despite the four games. Despite the four games, especially, I'm going Mark Ingram. Wow. Okay. Um, this dude is a beast. It doesn't matter who's with him in the backfield. He's a beast. He's always going to put he up those points. He was definitely a beast in my team last year. Man, this dude is a straight-up beast. And New Orleans Saints New Orleans Saints is a team that's <laughs> always going to consistently keep going, moving down the field. That's true. You know, so I, I like Mark Ingram. At, where I'm, I ranked him at number 18. He's going... He's getting drafted about the fifth round, which is or you know fourth, fourth round. Yeah, like I'm that. saying so, fourth, fifth. So I like where he's at. Yeah, definitely, don't be. I mean, if if you have some good running backs, still get him at your flex. He's also that guy that you know. Like I say, if you have, if you've drafted two running backs already, go out and get him if you see him available yeah. in your fourth or your fifth. Because you're getting a guy that, even though he's suspended for the first four games, you've drafted two running backs to start for you already. So this is you can put a wide receiver or a tight end in your flex for those four weeks until he comes back. And then you got a guy that's going to do well for you throughout the rest of the season when he's playing. Right. He's on a top great. of the guys that you already drafted. So. And plus, even if you get him in that fourth or fifth round, you're not mi- really missing out unless it's Royce Freeman, right? But you're not really missing out because you can always just get him in the fourth. And even in the sixth, seventh, eighth, whatever, you're going to get yourself some really good wide receivers. Yeah. Some really good, even Carlos Hyde. You need to get yourself a Carlos Hyde at those, at, in one of those rounds. Yeah. So definitely don't be afraid to go Mark Ingram. Uh, number 19, who they rank number 19 there? Your boy, Royce Freeman. Oh, Royce Freeman? It's wild. Uh, I have Derrick Henry at number 19. Oh, okay. So you I got like, him a spot lower than yeah, this list. I got Derrick Henry at number, uh, there in number 19. That Titans offense, uh, it could be, it could definitely be something um, that would surprise a lot of people. Yeah. And Derrick Henry's needed this, needed DeMarco Murray out of there so he can be the guy. So he can be that back to lead. They, don't get me wrong, they do have Deion Lewis. Yeah. Deion Lewis is a great running back. Yeah. But it's Derrick, Derrick Henry's backfield. I can agree with that. I can agree with that. Number 20. Are we still talking number 19? No, no. Number ahead. 20. At number 20, I have Lamar Miller. Lamar over Alex Collins, though. See, you know, I probably am sleeping on Alex Collins, but I just don't have him that high. Man. Um, Lamar Miller. Here's why I have Lamar Miller in PPR at number 20. First of all, that Houston offense is going to be amazing. Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins, Will Fuller, and Lamar Miller. 
He's just so, he's like he a is, Mr. He Average is, guy. He is kind of an injury prone kind of back. He won't give you a bad performance, but he just won't give you that great 20 point game type of performance. But that's why that's why ranking by 20, because at least he'll get you those, those filler points where you're gonna be happy with what he's gonna produce for you. Especially when it comes to an offense that can score so many points. They have a potential to ha score so many points, which means that Lamar Miller has a lot of potential to catch a lot of those passes or to run a lot of those rushing yards. Hmm. So I like Lamar Miller. I feel like he's very he slept on a lot. But this could be a year where he, he has a good season. I'm not saying a breakout season. I'm not saying Todd Gurley breakout season. Right. I'm saying he's going to be better than what he was before because of the players around him. It's just going to make him better. And plus, Dante Foreman is still injured. We don't know his return. Right. So he's going to be the guy. He's going to be that guy that's going to lead. He's going to be in that backfield. That's questionable for me. I think I, I would have put Collins in that spot. I mean, uh, they have him 17th on, on the sleeper, sleeper by app. Yeah, I didn't rank him that high. If and, it was uh, like standard, I probably would. Yeah, Lamar Miller on this app, on this, uh, this ranking list is number 22. See, so it's not that bad. It's so, not I that mean, far. it's not that far. <laughs> he's, he's 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 that guy that I would I would probably most likely pass up on, um, just because I had him I had him in a different league before, and like I said, he's just Mister Average Performance. Like he won't give you a bad game, but he just won't like if you want a big game out of him, he just does not seem to deliver on that note. But you know, that's, hey folks, that's my this top this point. is this is what you know. Uh, this is what it's all about. Hey man, I mean, I'm have... not a, I'm not a three-time fantasy football champion for no reason. Three times last year, by the way. Three times. So I'm not. So apparently he knows what he's doing. I know well, what folks, I'm talking about. Folks, <laughs> do not be afraid. Do not hesitate. Go, Go to his accounts on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter at J. Comment. Lopez. Tell him his list sucks tell because me what I will. You think. You'll see my comment on his page. You so... tell me my list suck, and I'll show you my fantasy football league trophy. <laughs> And uh, before we sign out for the for the episode, we gotta give a special thanks to, to the people at Strong University. Uh, Strong University is a brand for athletes, individ all individuals, creatives. It don't matter who you are. Strong University is for you. All right, they have clothing uh, available in, in hats, in t-shirts, polos, all that good stuff. All right, make sure you check out the website stronguniversity.com online and if you make a purchase use our show promo code show 50% off FFW 2018 use that promo code you get 50% off any purchase any okay and next week ladies and gentlemen wide receivers we're gonna do our our top 20 in wide outs next week so uh, you definitely do not want to miss that because we are two weeks away from the NFL season. Yes. So I'm excited. Check us out next season, uh, next week for our top 20 wide receiver list. I'm sure it's going to be just as controversial as my top 20 running back oh, list. Oh, hell yeah. And there's so many wide receivers out there. So many. So many. So it's going to be a good one. That's going to be a good one. It's going to be a great episode, folks. But this is D. Hayes and Angelo signing off. Good night. Thanks. <laughs>